Hello, gents and lad, lead. You guys seen the boxing match? Oh yeah, dude. Oh, tank, tank. It looked like a grown man fighting with his little brother, bro. His tall little brother. Like when your little brother's bigger than you, and he's like, "I'm gonna whoop your ass," and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm Bet. a grown ass man." Yeah. Exactly. Also, can we just like, can we just like have big fights without some fucking dipshit having to get online and be like, "Oh, I don't know, it looks a little fishy. I don't know if I buy it." Yo, no. walk into a fucking boxing gym or an MMA gym and take a fucking liver shot from a professional <laughs> fighter and let me know if you can stand up after fucking eight seconds or ten seconds or whatever it is. I let me know how your body to, feels. I think we need to do a skit. MMA doesn't work. And anyone that says that shit, you'd be like, yo, come on. I will show you. Take that shot and you let me know. I did that with my friend Eddie. He was like, I don't know. Leg kicks don't look like they hurt. I was like, let me kick you in the leg. I have it on what? video. I got to put it up again. He was like, ugh. Dude, I, and I hit him late, too. When I, when I took that body shot from Kid a few months ago, I had people being like, oh, you know, you're hamming it up, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, he just ripped me directly in the stomach at, like, 80% power. Like, I'm not hamming it up, dude. My legs just said, no, we're not going to keep you standing anymore. You like, only, <laughs> it didn't look fishy with uh, Ryan Garcia. But he definitely didn't want to continue. Like no, oh, you, I agree. I agree. Like if you take the 10 count and then you stand up. Look, could he have probably kept going? Sure. Would that sure. have probably resulted in him just getting very, very badly hurt or knocked out? 1,000%. Worse. Yeah, it would have been worse. Like, he was just like, I got fucking dropped to the body. I'm done. You know, I'm getting my ass. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, I don't think he's him up with a nice combo. Ryan Garcia was right. trying to piece him up, and Javante's just like shell. What, boss? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I don't think it makes it out of that round if they decide to continue the fight. You he know made him I mean? look slow when he hit him with the left. He was already looking to follow. Right. He was loaded up on it already. But it wasn't like a lucky shot. He he boom boom. He was ready to keep going. Yeah, and that was all liver too. Like that was that was a liver shot. You know what I mean? Like that didn't wind him. That didn't like like just like oh you know I can't really breathe so good. Like no, you just got hit in the liver so hard that your body is just saying mm -mm, no, thank you. Yeah, like after five or six seconds, he could have continued. But I think you're right; it would have been worse. Oh, you know right. what I wanted to say actually first before we talk about any other fights, the fight that impressed me the most this weekend, Jitsu James. Let me tell you, fucking James Fourth, the number three Bellator rank guy. In Aaron Pico, who's been stopping everyone. And not for nothing, James did. I consider I watched the whole fight. I thought James did well, considering he took the fight on two weeks' notice. Those hammer fists were awesome. Yeah. You know, he was hitting them with good elbows, hammer fists. James was throwing, then he was overthrowing a little, and Pico was timing right. him. You know, I think once he got, once James got touched a couple of times, it, it kind of started to shift. Body shot. Dude, that liver shot from Pico. His Pico's new strategy of just kind of like grind you up against the cage, grind you up against the cage, make you think about the wrestling, and then just fucking bang, bang, ripping body head with that lead hook. Oh, beautiful. Think, but that James is a tough motherfucker. Talk, talk about two different paths too to that fight. Like like life wise life's life wise. Yeah. Just the, how they the got there. Like James's background and Aaron's background. 
Right. Like Pico has been fighting garbage men for five years and James has been. But like he's been fucking... put on a pedestal, too. For like... Of course. Of course. But James has been fucking clawing and grinding. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, and he, how many times has James been brought in as a guy who was supposed to lose now? I'm just being realistic. Yeah. The Sabatini fight. He was not supposed to win that fight. The the last Cody Bellator Law. fight they brought Cody him in. Law. Cody yeah, Law. Cody Law. And he didn't get the number nine ranked spot, which he should have got. A hundred percent. That should have been a ranked that. fight. That should have been number nine versus number three. Yes, that's what that fight should right. have Yeah, then it would have made sense because it doesn't look right for Bellator to have a guy ranked right. number three fight. It looks bad for them, opponent. too. Yeah, like, you want your number three contender fighting who, who might as well be an unranked guy off the street for all everyone else knows? What the fuck? Right. May as well. How do you know? Right. He fucking has no rank next to his name. I'm a casual fan. I'm like, right. Oh. We know James. We know what he's capable of. But your average Bellator fan is going to have no idea who, you know what I mean? Like, unless they saw the Cody Law fight. And you see the number three ranked guy fighting him and go the distance with him makes Pico look bad. Right. I agree. You I just agree. went the distance with an unranked guy. Yeah, like, it's a very bad way to build prospects. That's always been my issue with Bellator. I don't agree with the way that they try to build talent. I agree. What I think Bellator does very well, similar to PFL, is you know who's going to get the title. Yes. Right. You have a tight right. tournament. You know who has the title fight. Other right. than that, it's an entertainment-based sport. It's entertainment-based. Meanwhile, you want to talk about that tournament, that fucking, the ending of that 135 GP. My goodness, man. That knee just came right up the middle. Best and weight class easy. across the board now. 100%. It has to be. And, dude, Rafi, like, first of all, cre all credit in the world to Patchy Mix. Yeah. Horiguchi, uh, Magomed Magomedov, Rafion Stotts in, oh, in under oh. a year. That's a crazy fucking run. At first, Huraguchi, I was like, okay. And then when he fought Megametov, yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, okay. And then Magomed, just, Horiguchi, he's a flyweight. He's a really a 25er, yeah. Right. And he, I mean, he's so skilled. He's so goddamn good. Uh, that he can Horiguchi. fight at 35 and win the title sometimes because he's that good. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But, but right. Still a 25er to me. Right. And then, but when he beat uh, Megametov, I was like, oh, okay. And then. I mean, first round knockout of Rafael Stotts. I was like, Ooh. Like, right. I, I personally like. I rate Rafion. I think he would be a top five one thirty five er in the UFC, which I, I guess now well, means 10. right. I easily top ten. I think he'd be easily. right around that that five to seven range. Because isn't that who Marab beat to get onto the Ultimate Fighter? Yes, it is. Before this last fight, Rafion's Ooh. only career loss was uh, looking for a fight at a I'm ring sure of combat at a ring of combat wow. against against Marab and. I, I, so talking to Rafion, I've interviewed him a few times, had him on the show a few times. He's a friend. He's a great dude. But that that fight was set up like that was supposed to be Rafion's shot to get into the UFC. Like he yes. was Marab was the B side, right? Exactly. That was the B side, and then Marab came out, hit that spinning back fist, fucking ten seconds in. I'm always upset that we didn't get to see that full fight because I think we've got we would have gotten some amazing grappling exchanges if that didn't end as as early as it did. But um, yeah, and I mean, you know what's crazy about that fight? One of the few knockouts in Marab's career. I know, I know, Most I know. Of his fights are either decisions or TKOs. Right, right. You know, yeah, he knocked him out clean. But a clean one-shot kill. Very right. Right. Yeah, your your only two career losses are to Patchy Mix right now and Marab. You're you're a goddamn good bantamweight, man. Yeah, that's true. Look at his two losses. Those yeah. talk, talk about holding up. Right, that, those are two well any loss in history. Yeah. No one's had a better loss than that. <laughs> Real. Like, and I guess like 
listen, I've always gone back and forth on Patchy Mix a little bit. I've all, we've all known he's always had great grappling, great back control, very similar to Aljo in that style where it's kind of, um, you know, his game is built around backpacking you. It's built around yeah. getting on your back, yeah, working for submissions. Back. Right, pressured body triangle. But that knee, man, just right up the middle, bink, lights out. Stotts was looking, okay, th- I have a theory about knockouts. Mm-hmm. You usually don't get knocked out even by the hardest shot, if you're looking at it, because your brain will make a registry, even if you can't. But even if you look here and the shot comes here, you get knocked the fuck out, even if it's not the hardest shot. And I think about a lot of fights like this. They say the same thing in football. It's like, it's those blindside hits that are, that are the ones that really get people hurt and get people crushed. Cause when you see it coming, you can tense up, you can defend yourself a little bit. You don't even need to do anything. Right. Your brain will adjust somehow. Right. I don't know how it does it. it Muscle does, memory, yeah. It does stuff. It's like, oh shit, we're gonna get hit. It makes it reads the impact, right? Right. Even if you just got grilled, your brain's like, I saw it. Okay. I got you. <laughs> By the way, mm-hmm. I have a theory on like brain damage. I believe <laughs> okay. that when your adrenaline's going, your brain expands like in like there's less room to be like for your marbles to be rocking around. I, I feel like it just like goes to the wall. Like, like the blood is pumping so much. So I, so I can get into some phrenology. Like, yeah. I think it's safer if your adrenaline's pumping. Like Pajada, for example, looks so calm and cool. Like against Izzy that all of a sudden, like if he was getting touched up a little more, he would get amped up a little more angry, more blood pumping. Well, I, you've you've heard guys way. say like, oh, you know, the fight doesn't start till you get buzzed a little bit, till yeah. you get touched, and that kind of wakes you up a little, gets you in the zone. Well, That's why Nate you, Diaz I'm is probably, crazy. his brain's expanded because he's spoken before. <laughs> he's the world's <laughs> largest brain. <laughs> Speaking from experience, I don't know about being able to take a good shot, but I will tell you that your pain registry is totally fucked. So my first fight in Bellator, maybe 15 seconds into the fight, the dude throws a hard-ass kick to my body, and I block it with my elbow. And the crowd heard it. It was like, Psh! my fucking elbow shatters. And I didn't hear shit, Yikes. and I didn't feel shit. But what I did is picked up the timing on his kick. He threw the kick again. I fucking caught it, cracked him, took him down. And this dude was like a D1 wrestler. Psh! I was like, yeah, Manimal, you're pretty fucking good. And yeah. I, I didn't know I broke my elbow till we got <sighs> to the hospital. So we're in the hospital and the doctor's stitching me up. I got a cut because the fight was going my way till it wasn't. But whatever, it happens. I got a little overconfident. I was like, man, Manimal, 10 years off. You didn't even miss a step. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine thinking that shit in the middle of a fight as you're beating the guy? <laughs> I'm on top of the dude throwing elbows and I'm like, bro, you got this in the bag, baby. You definitely <laughs> said it out loud. And the guy's like, what? What? He was oh. like. Holy shit, like, there's no way I'm letting this fucking old dude beat me. Khabib <laughs> says, this is for father. And you're like, yo, I got the shit in the bag. I know. I'm like, I didn't do, I didn't make that same mistake twice. But what'd you go? So, so I break my elbow, right? I'm getting stitched up. I got cut in the eye. And the doctor's like, is anything else bothering you? And I was like, you know, now that you mentioned it. And as I go to point to my elbow, we all looked at it. And no joke, it was this fucking big. It was like that. It was like that big. He was like, holy shit. So we actually, he's like, yeah, you, you chipped your elbow. He's like, what do you want to do? I was like, nothing. I'm going to see what happens in like two months and I'll let you know. And it, it healed on its own. Nice. You know, the bone kind of 
mesh back in there and fucking sometimes it hurts when it rains but whatever some, some people have tennis elbow you got fucking shin bone i do that hard kicks wait after this fight ray long goes in the corner right so fucking you know i got cut the fight got stopped it was nasty and uh i had to get it was right inside the eyelid here when he, he threw an uppercut and caught me with the leather on the stitch of his glove mm. caught right in the inside of the eyelid and I had to get eight stitches inside the eyelid. That was nasty. So whatever. So first thing Ray says, man, Manimal, that fucking guy hits hard. I was like, who are you telling? I was the guy getting hit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I fucking know. I was getting hit. I know that guy hits hard. I'm aware. Thanks. You you and Ray would do like one of the best sitcoms. Like- I wish I could get. I thought me, me and Ray, yeah, we're pretty fucking funny. I mean, this is just my opinion. I think me and Ray, this is just my opinion, are funnier than Ray and Sarah. <laughs> it's just my opinion. I feel like you you and Sarah are just two different kinds of, of loud New York smaller gentlemen. <laughs> On the surface, it looks like we're the same. Right. <laughs> upon closer examination, <laughs> we're a similar prototype, but very different. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, you guys have the same base model, but the, the loadout isn't the same. If we're talking, like, you know, like yeah. D&D or RPGs. If there was, like, like, Italian that. Terminators. Right, you we started the with the same. It was a call. We got the starter model. <laughs> right. And then we put different features on that model. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You guys both went to different body shops <laughs> to, to get yeah. all of the, <laughs> the add-ons. <laughs> and get different kits done. Yeah. I went to, like, exhibit. That's the only yeah. thing I know about yeah, You went thing. to exhibit. Oh Animal went God. to Pimp My Ride. and uh, I went yeah. to Pimp My Ride and fucking... Sarah went yeah, to an went old to, like, Brooklyn Bugatti. body shop. Yeah. <laughs> went to Bugatti. Yeah, Matt Manimal went to uh, one of those chop shops in Flushing right by City Field. <laughs> That's right. Matt, Matt had the Dana White uh, body shop. Yeah, yeah. Dana uh, White. I, how, are, how are you feeling after Saturday, brother? I'm still I'm still sleepy, sleepy, and you stayed longer than I did. <laughs> yeah, guys, we uh, we did good. Uh, Harry and I were not your normal Rogan or who is it? Uh, uh, John McCarthy. Like it was like do not ever like, compare me to John McCarthy. I do not ever. <laughs> Those are fighting words. He might hey, be funnier than you. Say about Big John, all right? Big John might have been a decent ref, but god damn it, somebody please take the microphone away from him. Wait, who do you think's worse? Big John or DC? On the mic? Yeah, yeah, on the mic. Oh, that's tough. That's really tough. DC is my favorite. How are we gonna judge that? I think Big John because Big John is more often blatantly wrong than DC is. DC says some dumb shit, but Big John will sometimes say something where it's just like, we are just not watching the same fight right now. You know what I mean? You're like, I'm reading my cards here, okay? Right, right. But I'm reading he's what like, they're telling me to say. You're like, okay, somebody's in like deep. Somebody's in deep on a fucking rear naked or whatever. And they're, you know, they're squeezing. This guy's clearly going really out. tired. Right, no, and Big John is sitting there. Big John is sitting there like, oh, you know, he's not in a lot of danger right now. He's and starting to tire as, out. As he's he to get out. And the guy's, the guy's like, tapping. And he's like, like I don't think he's going to finish this. The guy is tapping as Big John is like, oh, he's not really in any danger there. He's asleep. He's like, I think he's okay. DC is just like dumb and kind of biased, but I feel like Big John is more often just like blatantly wrong. Yeah, I can see that. DC just annoys me more. That's fair. He's very annoying. (laughs) That's fair because I love him as a fighter. He's one of my favorite fighters. Agree. 
Agreed. Love watching the guy fight. And every now and then he has like a personable moment. Said he has pretty good comedy too. Right. Yeah, his comedy's funny. I agree. He's funny. Like, right, right. In those moments where he's just like fucking around with guys or like just being like a regular human being and not being like company man, UFC, Mr. Dana White's balls in my mouth, Daniel Cormier. What you tell me. Right, like that shit is funny. I I, I enjoy some of that content, but him yeah. and Khabib are actually funny. What's that? Him and Khabib actually cracked me up. Great dynamic. Great yeah. dynamic. Even though Khabib is not funny at all. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it takes a very special guy to get something funny out of Khabib. Yeah, brother, brother, brother. When do you lose weight? When do you lose? Weight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit, meanwhile, Khabib is 200 pounds when he's telling him. Yeah, yeah. Weight. yeah Khabib's about to compete for a light heavyweight belt. <laughs> he's fucking going way in at 205 tomorrow. Listen, respect, I bet you man. you put Khabib on the scale right now, he's 215. And he's taking down Izzy here. and Prieta. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. It's interesting to me that Khabib decided to just kind of step away from coaching. You know, I kind of figured that would be something he would do. Maybe not forever, you know what I mean? But like, I don't know. You look at you look at Abdul Manap, you look at his dad and Team Eagle. I figured he would just kind of want to carry that legacy on, you know? Coaching's a lot of work. Oh, absolutely. Doesn't he have four wives? That's that, <laughs> probably a lot of work, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what? You you are right. If I were really rich and really famous and like didn't really have well, any the need, world he is. Th- that's what I'm saying. He's he fucking... the humble Andrew Tate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. If if Andrew Tate was actually good at fighting. If Andrew Tate was actually a baller. Right, yeah. If he was actually about the life he pretends to be about. Wait, he's not he's renting those cars. He is. He has the four wives. He's a man's man. He's like, no, you don't fucking like he is actually what Andrew Tate says can right. be events. Yeah. Right. No, I, I yeah, I fully agree with that. Also, Habib just... didn't ever do any sex trafficking as far as I'm concerned. Mm. So that's a plus. There's that. Was anyone ever convicted? <sighs> Listen, uh, if you're running cam farms in, in the Ukraine, it's probably not something. Good. He's in Romania. Why are you in Romania? I see what you're saying about not that. the Ukraine, Romania. Excuse me. Yes. No, no. Fair point. I see what you're saying about if that. If you're I'm running cam sure. girl warehouses out of a uh, out of a country with very, very weak human trafficking laws. I don't know. Well, I you agree use with that you. same logic for everyone in Ukraine. Well, I don't. What do you mean? So every guy that was involved in Ukraine before we got really involved there, were they all trafficking? Not all of them, but I'm sure a pretty decent number of them were. <laughs> That's all I want to hear. Listen, I'm not I'm not solely applying it to that guy because I don't like him. I don't if know. You're, if you're an American expat and you're over there in some Slavic bloc country doing some sketchy business, yeah, I'm probably going to say. But you got to really get like out of the Matrix, the Harry. You're stuck in the Matrix. <laughs> What's that, Animal? Why not move to the Bahamas? Same tax break, correct? Correct. Yeah, that's true. But, Bahamas but, uh, <laughs> right, but in the in the Bahamas, what? you're you're Which... under the jurisdiction of United States law, <laughs> essentially, or by your own island. I don't think he's got it like that. <laughs> well, maybe I can invite him to Manimal Island if he turns out to not be a trap. <laughs> he'll still get the invite to Manimal Island, but he'll never get off. <laughs> What's that, Gary? Islands just always turn out weird. That's yeah. true. If you're a really you rich guy. Because let me tell you, if you research Don't that place, island. Little St. James, if you research that place, a lot of fucked up people had islands right around it. 
You're right, Carrie. About that. Nobody talks about those. Yeah, ones. it's generally probably not a good thing if you're a really rich guy and feel the need to buy your own private you island somewhere island. with like else. no oversight or no anything. Yeah, you're probably up to no good. Don't they have the floating? Get one of those. Just get right. like, in the floating city. Get your yeah. own. Go to go to fucking Bali or some shit, dude. Go to Thailand. Go somewhere cool. I'm not Be giving up my island. Become Iron Man. He's <laughs> super cool. Like, yeah, right. If I had fucking, if I had Elon Musk money, dude. What the fuck has happened to us? If I had Elon Musk money, you're goddamn sure I wouldn't be. All these billionaires, they can't. Billionaires, and not one of those losers became Batman. I am disappointed. That's a very good. Literally, want to do hook you up to AI. Right, listen. If I had Elon Musk money, you would never in a million years catch me doing culture war bullshit posting on Twitter. I would be secluded somewhere with my billions of dollars and all of my toys doing cool shit. I wouldn't I wouldn't feel the need to be liked by people. I wouldn't want to be some sort of weird cultural icon. I would just want to be me and unbothered. This is why me and Harry are the opposite, because what would I do with Elon Musk money? I'd be in Midtown Manhattan on a hovercraft, just throwing out, <laughs> spreading out fucking money. Just Dude, I would be, I would be a hermit in the Dagestani mountains somewhere. Super techie fucking ride. What? <laughs> no horse. You're gonna be Robin Hood, but on a super techie ride, no horse. Who? You. Oh me, like Robin Hood. Ro- Robin Hood on a hover bike from Starcraft <laughs> or from Star Wars, a real one. All these guys that talk about giving to the poor, they ain't giving to no one but themselves. Fucking guys. I'll be out there spreading fucking $100 bills. Boom. You have no idea. Even when... Yo, I once bought a round of shots when I was making mad money for a whole fucking club in Vegas. At Rock. I fucking bought a whole round. I was like, everyone around. 3G. Bang. Fucking like that. I was like, fuck it. YOLO. Let's go. Come on. If I'm Yolo. making it, everyone around me. Where the exit at? Manimo was doing fuck it, we ball before that was a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's a shame because I'm talking about the late 90s, early 2000s. No cell phone cameras. If we it's had cell phone out. cameras back then, there was Bola out of control shit. Ask a, 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 you know, Peace Corps, right? Peace Corps sounds familiar. Eh, whatever. Mike, he's a black belt. That's serious. <laughs> but I was talking to him the other day. We were in the locker room and uh, me and him are super different, like me and Harry, but. Mike's actually good at jujitsu. <laughs> that's so, that's uh, but, a low blow. But he's like a yeah, super. Yeah, I'm going to take away a point on that one. <laughs> Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary. <laughs> he was a super player. Dude, we're going to Vegas, five in the morning flight. My friend Mike's picking chicks up. I was like, dude, you got to just stop, bro. I was like, it's 5 a.m. I can't even function. Like, watching you try to, you know, get up with this girl on the plane. Five I was like, I can't even deal right now. You got to calm the fuck down. It's like, take it back a notch. But in the early 2000s, no cell phone shit. Imagine if we had all the cell phone cameras. It would be crazy. Buy around the shot at the club. I, I wouldn't even be able to because then guys would always be looking for me to do that shit. Yeah. I think I could oh, buy a shot around the shots at a Filipino well, club. Just so you guys know, when I'm rich again, I'll be hooking up the MMA Avengers. <laughs> well, it's talking true. about that's what I'm trying to tell you. Endeavors. Take it away, Manimal. Oh, we got the Token Choke Challenge July 22nd at an undisclosed Nassau County location. Won't say where it is yet, but uh, yeah, we got a good spot that we could smoke in. So I'm excited. First event that I'm throwing in about ooh, six or seven years. So I'm pretty excited. Registered the tournament on Smooth Cop. Toke and nice. letter N, choke. 
challenge on Instagram. Uh, yeah, we're registered, ready to go. So in the coming weeks, we'll be promoting more. Kerry's the VP of marketing. So uh, if you want to sponsor us, hit her up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see it. Four days ago, it was just registered. The dopest jujitsu competitors. The dopest, the highest level competition. We got some really high level jujitsu. Harry, did you write this? What's going on? No. <laughs> I'm going to have a couple super fights. African Samurai said he'll do a super fight. Woo, nice. Yeah, probably get Flavor Fabe in there for a super fight. I would like to get a big name for a super fight. So let's see. But it's the first event. I want to have a good time. Get, get that kid fight. the adult slayer. Hey, Matt, Matt, well, you, you need some help. Do. You need Harry, some help with matchmaking. Bang Whatever my you guys want to do, let me know. You know we'll be on. I'll help page. with matchmaking. I'll fucking I'll I'll roll if somebody I, really sucks at jits. Like, we probably could do five total super fights. I was thinking to do the tournament submission only or ref's decision. I, I, I always lean yeah. submission only. I think once you get submission to the, to the only, decision, it gets a little. You get all the draws and all. How the do I shit. do? But how do I do a tournament if it's submission only? A guy gets a zero if it's a draw, and then you try to rank him that way. It could get ugly. Right. That's tough. That's tough. Or I could just make it a uh, EBI rules overtime. That's not. That's not a bad move. Like sudden death overtime. Also fair, and then judge's decision if nothing. Right. You know, but I don't want it to take all fucking day either. <laughs> I got places to be. No, it's a fun event. It's not IBJJF. Right. Am I seeing that this is in wrong? You're going to go there, smoke, try some shit you probably never would try before. You know, eat some edibles. There's going to be a ton of vendors. You know, uh, we'll get a DJ out there. So it'll just be a good time. So, yeah. So I don't want it to take all day for your match. Right. Well, we'll figure trying. something out. But let's talk about it. Yeah, if you have any ideas, let me know. But whatever you guys want to do, a little matchmaking. I might throw my older brother's hat for DJing. Loves old school hip hop. I feel like that flows well with uh, weed and uh, jujitsu. <laughs> he's, he's. I think I uh, got my D- my DJ spot. So oh. let's see. I'm trying to hook up all my people in training. So if oh, I train yeah. with someone and they're good and they do the thing, so. When, like I said, when I when I'm doing stuff, I try to show the love first to everyone I know, you know. So DJ, all Walker, my people's eat matchmaking, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If there's th- something you guys want to do, let me know because we're just getting started with it. Uh, oh, maybe I'll get like a uh, a speaker and a Bluetooth microphone and do like post match interviews or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, we'll set up like a thing. We'll put the logo on like a banner. And is there the interviews in front of it? We'll set it up like you are you gonna have a broadcast, Manimal? Uh, probably not. I don't know how to run that shit. Hey, listen, I mean, it might not be the most fucking high level broadcast in the world, but I'm sure I can. I can oh, it's gonna out a way be hot. To just get it no, up. Way. No, but you know what I mean? Just set and up a couple. I was actually thinking that in the beginning that we should just set up some DSLR cameras and get it up on YouTube. Yep. Like, it doesn't need to be anything fucking crazy, okay. like, no, no pay per view, whatever, but uh, all v- eyes are good eyes. You're the VP of a huh. video. Okay. <laughs> okay. VP of production. All right. Fuck yeah, dude. Okay. That's... VP of production. There you go. I don't know. Wait. But hold on. Once I actually, if I ever give you any money, now that's going to be <laughs> the fourth job. <laughs> that's true. Fuck. We're, I, animal. We, and we're I don't want to are... contribute to this fucking. We're job creators. And I don't want to contribute to these fake numbers, though. I'm gonna give Harry 200 bucks. It's gonna be like the economy added more jobs. 
Great. Thanks, man. Well, thank oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I got you. That's like now my credit, my bankruptcy might come off my, my credit soon. And oh, I'm yeah. like, fuck. Now I'm going to be fucked the other way. Before I was fucked because I had bad credit. Now my credit's going to be good again. And I'm going to be fucked buying a house because I have good credit. Oh, how bad was it's your bad? I was 550. For a, how bad for... was mine? No, when you go bankrupt, bro, they don't even give you a number. They're just like, <sighs> calm down. <laughs> you walk you walk in and ask for a loan and they just they pick they pick up the big rubber stamp and just stamp no on your forehead. Software. When you say you want a loan, it's like denied. It's like I didn't even put anything in. You get you can't get any credit. You have to first to get your credit back, you get a secured credit card. So you send them like five hundred bucks and then they let you use that five hundred bucks as long as you pay them it back. And if you don't pay them, they just take the five hundred dollar deposit. So after you do that for like three years, you know what I love about uh, credit that they say, hey, you're not great with credit. You know what we're going to do? We're going to make it even harder for you now. Mm, like, yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah. Usually when you do good, the level gets harder. But in yeah, life, all... almost like when you do bad, the level gets harder. When you do good, it gets easier. Because it's all it's a fucking like racket. The... That's the secret, Manimal. It's all a fucking racket. Like, we didn't, we didn't have credit. We didn't have credit scores till the fucking nineties. Everyone talks about, oh, China's got social credit, this social points, that. We have the same fucking thing. It's just called a credit score. There's yeah. a number attached to all of us that determines whether or not we can go buy a fucking. Wow. House. And who the fuck is the government that's trillions of dollars in debt to give me a credit score? Correct. The only difference is that you're wow. not allowed to vote on my credit score and I'm not allowed to vote on your credit score and change it because we don't like what each other says. Thank God we don't live in a country like that. Because like that, yeah. kind of sure, but I don't feel any better with it it's being crazy. in the hands of some big mega corporation. That so, doesn't make me so feel a little better. It's even crazier because it's tied into everything, so it affects your entire life. Plus, like your financial background. So, like in our, in a way, ours is better. That like, you know what? And at the same time, if you have cash, you could do anything. Like somebody would vote against no. me. I'm making a, no. a joke. I'm like, oh no. man, these girls fighting. Uh, they could be IG models. Oh. Down score, yeah. down I'm, score, I'm down taking score. the very yeah. brave stance that both things suck. Oh, they <laughs> both do. That's of my official stance. Both of are bad. Listen, you know what? First off, people shouldn't just be like handed money to be thrown away and them to then penalize you for it. Do you expect that people are going to always do the right thing? I mean, come on. We're talking about fucking people. Not, people yeah. get credit cards with limits they should not have. It's absurd. Of course. But also the other fucking annoying thing is that if you or me, if one of the four of us sitting here maxes out that credit card and doesn't fucking pay it back, we go bankrupt and we're fucked. If no one's bailing big, me out. Right. If some big bank, fucking bank goes under. Exactly. They need to, we I don't get bailed out by the government. We're not, that's we're what not bothers people. me. The people who we're are not so. Congress people. We're not no, but the people who are so anti-social safety net also tend to be the people who are okay with big fucking bailouts for banks and massive corporations. And it's like, I'm yeah. not saying you, Manimal, but you, oh. Kerry knows what I'm talking about. That's, you know, the loadout I'm talking about where it's like, no, social safety net, individual, bad, corporate bailout, totally fine. That's cool. Like, oh, I, oh, I, I would rather my mean. tax dollars go to helping out Joe Schmo, who's down on his fucking luck and can't oh, afford absolutely. his rent and, and needs to fucking buy food to feed his family than for some dipshit at some uh, $10 billion bank who mismanaged all their funds because they're a fucking moron to get a $10 million bonus this year. I'm sorry, I have to stop it all. Because if you just didn't charge a fucking third of your pay in taxes, you wouldn't need a social safety net. 
because you'd have plenty of fucking money to do whatever you wanted with. And you'd have even enough money. Imagine all the money you've paid and you're only, what, 28, 29? How old are you, Harry? 27. 27. So 10 years of paying taxes and fines and anything you pay to the city and the state. I've paid my fair share. Don't believe you me. (laughs) You just had that fucking money. That shit would go into the economy. And if there was a dude you wanted to help, you'd be more than happy to help him. So that's that's just my... I just think like we also got to the next level of that of like obviously we still need infrastructure and public services and the mail and infrastructure. It's private companies. What I what do you mean? So like when uh, even the city when they initially build the road, not the maintenance, go start looking at who gets to bid for the contract on your town road. Oh no, all that money is going to private companies, but it's it's coming from tax dollars. I got to do it through the city. Fucking pay the fucking private guy. You get, I mean, I guess now I'm getting into more local government and doing it like that. That's right, right. Crazy. We're talking we're macro, micro here. Yeah, yeah. we totally got off subject. There what else was is new? This week. <laughs> Talk about derailing motherfuckers. Uh, who is it? What the fuck is that guy? 33 saying? minutes of like politics. Yeah, just what everyone's tuning in for. What was but, that? You know what? Some people aren't. A lot of true. Gordon. There are people that are into that shit. Yeah, informative, and it's good that we have different opinions. So. Yes, but I don't know. This that weekend's podcast that's what makes a good podcast because if not, it's really fucking annoying. Listen to a bunch of people stroke each other's egos, like, yeah, right, yeah, awesome. no one wants to listen I to agree, that. You Gary. want contention, I agree. Yes, <laughs> I actually but, um, am upset when I do agree with Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this past weekend's UFC card was fucking dookie. Can we all agree on that? <laughs> That was a dookie-ass card. I guess Sergey Pavlovich is good. I guess that's the takeaway. Yeah, Sergey Pavlovich is good. He was gambling beforehand. Yeah, that rocks. Um, I like Bruno Silva. (laughs) Bruno Silva's fun. Those are basically my two takeaways. The card was really the better card this week. Yep. I don't disagree. I didn't get to watch a ton of it. We were, as we said, Ike and I were uh, out and about for Flex Fight Series on Saturday. But um, are you the VP of announcing for Flex? Yes. Yes. That's right. Correct. That's they right. need one. <laughs> I'm not the VP of nothing, but they asked me. They told me I was only going to work the first show at first. And then they were like, you know, you can stay for the second show if you want to. And we'll work you into the broadcast. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I was like, I've been here since 10 o'clock in the morning. It's wow. six o'clock now. I got I got there tired. 90 seconds before I was supposed to be on. <laughs> yes. I walked in as the broadcast was beginning. Mike walks in like a diva. He's like, I'm yeah. Here. I and, Dane and I are both sitting there, just like, where is this fucking guy? I yep. text us, yo, guys, start fight start at one, right? Like, no, dude, fight start at noon. <laughs> I valet. Get a yeah. yeah. But no, great event. Flex puts on a great show. Uh, I do really like Stereo Garden. I really like the That's venue nice. for for what they do. I think they do a great job with the is setup, with the production. Stereo Guard? Stereo- that- is that the outdoor one? No, it's uh the one in Patchogue where it's like it's almost like a nightclub and then they do the cage like in the pit on the dance floor. It's a very cool setup. So get in the pit and try to love the outdoor someone. one is uh what is this it? like Long Island Hospital Amphitheater or something? It was something like I remember there being an outdoor one. In the yeah, I remember I remember a couple of ROC shows or Dead Serious shows. I think Flex yeah. did a show there too. So yeah, I remember going to a show where Steve Steve Lee was fighting at at that outdoor one. Yeah, I think so. Right. I, I specifically remember that because the show was outdoor. 
the cage was on the stage the stage you remember it had that like band shell kind of thing yeah, so it started it started raining and the solution when it started raining was to take the whole crowd out from the, the stands and stuff everybody onto the to the stage so like the entire everybody is like 10 feet away from the cage like like 200 people it was fucking madness it was awesome looking like a fucking chorus choir <laughs> literally why i will never do an outdoor event no. Yeah, you got guys slipping it's, and sliding all over the place. Situation to do that. I and was, it, this I, was like the middle of the summer too, so it's like humid and sweaty and fucking. That, it, it presents quite a quite a challenge. I feel like. Yeah. Wait, exactly. Manival dealt with freaking locust in Texas. Right. That's right. <laughs> no, the locust on the mat. Okay, I don't like to watch that match because I was fucking exhausted from the first second I got there. But whatever. But. If you do, the moths make an appearance throughout the day, like ring, they're in the camera like that. <laughs> like, Eddie Bravo's fucking snacking them away. Yo, not cool. Yo, not cool. Yo, just fucking- <laughs> Guys, you got to sweep them off the mat. <laughs> not cool. The, he's the moth lands on his finger. He's like, "Come on, buddy. <laughs> Talk to your friends. Talk to your friends. You got to get out of here. Driving event." That's a half baked two type of (laughs) buttercup. (laughs) Buttercup. Oh my god! But yeah, the cool thing about Flex is they're they're showing us the guts how the sausage is made. They're they're bringing Harry and I on, and it's cool to like. I was explaining to my father last night. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is crazy. We used to have to go to like underground events, and it's like it's legal. I was like, I remember that. It's awesome. I fought in some underground shit. That was dude, the, the first time I, I ever interviewed James Gonzalez. He was fight. telling me, yeah, his early pro fights were in like school cafeterias. <laughs> oh, I, I will show you so many fucking school gymnasiums I fought in. <laughs> I, I have fought in so. I did. We would do an MMA matches on hardwood floors. I oh remember doing this wow. thing that oh, was uh, kickboxing. You could clinch for like 30 seconds. Right, but it was on a hardwood floor. So you'd be taking trip a dude, you're on the floor. Uh fucking I had boxing gloves, the other dude had MMA gloves. It was the Wild West out here in the two, early two thousands, late nineties. That's what Hence I hear. A methadone clinic. The whole shit was wild. <laughs> the whole scene in New York has always been a little behind, I think, the West Coast as far the as yeah. far as yeah. Look at the Diaz Masvidal fight. Like that fight needed to end in death, not a doctor stoppage. Yeah, yeah, stupid. yeah. That was stupid. Ah, uh, but before before we only... completely... no, no, no. Connecticut has fights. Is every all fifty states have fights? I think we're uh, we're up to all fifty now. Okay. okay. I, think, be... I think New York was the last one to legalize it. No. Yeah. Maybe. But Connecticut was illegal for a while because we always used to only. Fight at Mohegan Sun because right. That's- I guess I was gonna say I, Connecticut. It might still be a problem. Oh, I no, no, no. It just became right. legal. It is now. I don't know right. which became legal. First. I was thinking of Uncasville, Mohegan, but yeah, that's tribal land. That's tribal land. That's separate. We like uh, MMA. We <laughs> uh, like. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, it's all like fuck the- you to that <laughs> population. You take the people that don't even use currency. You you take people that don't even use money. And then what do you fucking wind up making them? Casino owners. The ultimate form of capitalism. You totally like ruined their entire culture. Yes, and they did. Where you had a people that you stole antibiotics from, 
now you patent the drug and make them take it. Fucking crazy. Oh Go look at the Indian Vaccination Act of 1836. Yes, but I just want to say before we completely move Sorry. on from... No. I big shout out. A new recording hour. I, I think our <laughs> brains are sharp. Big so, shout out so to upset. Peter Flaustino. Big shout out to Edwin Jung. Big shout out to Freddie Vidal. Three absolute law warriors went out on Saturday night, fought their fucking hearts out. Peter had a great competitive back and forth fight. Didn't get the result he wanted. Freddie's a problem, man. Edwin was winning his fight against a New York State champion wrestler, piecing this kid up on the feet, knocked him down, made a mistake, dove to the ground. He was booed. He was yeah, booed. I have never seen somebody get booed like that at a Eddie, regional show before. They Eddie were booing the really? shit out of Edwin. Yeah, man. Tommy Cox had a strong contingent in that crowd. I've never seen somebody get booed Edwin at a regional show. was looking good in that match, too. I was watching it. He, he was him, looking right? great, man. He was looking but, great. Uh, I seen when he took the back. He made one mistake. I'll go over with it with him when I see him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He let him. He let it. Let Tommy Cox hit that little shrug through, take the back, and then yeah, that was that. He did that allowed it to happen. Right, right. No, for, for sure. Could have been first. I'll, I'll for sure. Him. But Freddie Vidal. Oh, Freddie, did I? Freddie's a fucking monster, dude. Wait, Fred, did I tell you Freddie works for my wife? No, that's yeah, very funny. Westbury, that's Westbury. why I said go dragons, dude. He the is Scott is the dragons. Oh, that's great. So one day I'm wearing the West. He's like, "Why are you wearing a Westbury shirt?" He's like, "I was like, go dragons." I was like, uh, "Go dragons." <laughs> he teaches. He's the Football coach, football, football wrestling. And wrestling? No yeah, shit. football wrestling. Yeah, and then I think he teaches middle school. Dude, he is setting that up. I heard a great quote: "Set your he's, like he's, life up to like for an easier path for your dream." Like he teaches, uh, he has like a two-hour block in the middle of his day that he goes to law, and then he like head teacher. Oh, nah, man, that that I, dude's I, a fucking problem. He is built. I mean, he, you no, say he's a football coach. Said, you don't have to do uh, built like a damn linebacker. Oh no, he's a big boy, two hundred five, right? Big two hundred five or big two hundred five or dude, he hit one of the cleanest. And you know he's been working on his stand up a lot too. The the, the hands looked good, he's been and then working he on hit... it a lot. I see him sparring a ton at Law. I don't think he broke his foot. Such a beautiful suicide throw he hit. Other dude managed to build back up to his feet, and Freddie just ripped him with a knee to the body that just fucking crumpled this kid, man. Like crumpled Nate him. Similar, similar. I mean, <laughs> Freddie, dude, Fred, I think it landed right on the solar plexus, just blasted him with a knee, and you instantly just saw Buddy just double over, and Freddie smelled blood in the water and just swarmed this kid, man. But so I think he's what now? 4-0 four, four oh with four first-round stoppages? Good wrestler. Yeah, man. That Freddie, he might just be a problem. Does that mean Atlantic City is knocking on the door soon? Like an ROC or CFFC? You'd you'd imagine the pro debut's got to be around the corner at this point. Probably another amateur fight, right? One or two more. Get the five. I think you win an amateur title, and then that's how you know you should. Right, Right. you should fight for a title. Right, I was gonna say I would imagine they called that fight a title eliminator, so I would imagine Flex is gonna give him a shot at their two hundred five pound Ami belt in his next fight. You know what the problem is with amateur titles? Once you win it, you go pro. Like you can never have like. Or you defend it once. Like, you never really you can't have do the happen. Jose Aldo, Anderson Silva, defend it like 15 times. Yeah, yeah. It'd be silly, right? Right. Or these guys bounce around like a bunch of local promotions and just kind of collect as many Ami belts like, as they can, you know? Right. I'm a 4X amateur champion. Like, don't, don't, it doesn't matter that one of my belts was one off of the guy who cleans the bathrooms at the local McDonald's. 
who wants to fight? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You. But, uh, what do we? What do we have going on this weekend? Do we have a UFC card this weekend? I don't know, but I did want to see. Uh, I'm going to Aljo's fight. So. Oh yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, we got us uh, Ricky First... Ricky Simone and Song Yadong as the headliner this weekend. That's a fun one. Um, it's a fun fight. I mean. I might miss it, but you know, let's see. I, I listen. I won't blame you, but that's a fun fight on paper, at least. Probably shouldn't be headlining a fight night, but that's okay. Who they couldn't find anyone else to headline a fight night? Uh, I think I want to say that somebody else was headlining this fight, and it got canceled. Two nights in a row—that's rare. Right. Let me try and think. What was the? Oh yes, this was supposed to be Sarukian and Hanato Moicano were, were the headliner, and uh, Moicano had to pull out. He got hurt. That makes more. That makes a lot more sense. Suffolk County's own Brian Kelleher. Boom, boom. All right, that's always good. He's on. Yeah, boom. we got Natan Levy, a little jujitsu. Mm-hmm. That's right. That guy looks good. He and uh, he does some crazy karate stuff too. Yeah, Natan throws a lot of cool spinning yeah. shit. Did you hear his call out of Kanye? Him. He goes, Kanye, come find me. I'll teach you real jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. First of all, did he realize he just made a Jewish joke? <laughs> I, I think that was the point. I think that was the point. Right? <laughs> I think he figured it out. Okay. But you know what's <laughs> news? You would see it, enough money, Natan will be rocking easy, baby. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Me and Kanye, we talked, and uh, turns out <laughs> we, we worked it out. We worked, we worked it, it out. Kanye's all of a sudden wearing like a Steven Seagal black belt. <laughs> Even Seagal taught him everything he knows. Yeah. He's got an Aikido black belt. Oh, God. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this card, and to be Steven honest, Seagal with you, teaching Anderson Silva. There's not a lot of fights on this card that are worth talking about. I mean, the, the, the fucking co main event is Kyle Bahalo and uh, Mikhail Oleg Jaychuk. What, what are we doing here, man? What are we doing? I miss the days of less events. You know, I'm with I, you, dude. I'm with I, you. It's like I love having UFC yeah. on every weekend, but we also now have enough other promotions and other MMA yeah. happening that like I would rather have two UFC cards a month, yeah. but they're both actually UFC cards <laughs> rather than just like a regional card with the UFC logo on it. it I'm a, it's true. It's a regional. Yeah. It's a ring of combat card yeah. with fucking UFC logo on it. It's like, do you think on, that? martial arts or combat sports is the most addicting like you have the most core fan base for it and they know it like obviously we're in the bubble but if you guys had to step back do you think like they know i don't they know have, like people this... get like people baseball. get really autistic about baseball yeah man really? <laughs> dude have <laughs> you ever i've never <laughs> seen somebody go i've never seen somebody in the crowd at an mma fight with a little notebook doing their own personal score oh, okay, bro. Okay. you ever seen those guys at baseball games those guys are they'll nuts, tell dude. you every statistic in 33% of games played on a Sunday in July, <laughs> this team right. wins. Dude, my my oh, aunt, I love right. her to death. Love her to death. Yo, no, All she cares about is Jets football and Mets baseball. And she can tell you, stat. if I ask her what, what happened in the third game that the Mets played against the Marlins in 1983, she'll tell me the exact score, who hit the winning, like the winning okay. run. Like she's got all of it. You know what I mean? All of it. I think part of that is also just MMA doesn't have as much history as those sports do. You know what I mean? There isn't as much to know. 
Gosh, yeah, I, now they're starting to keep like statistics. Right, we're starting to get there now. So, we're starting to get there, but keep statistics for MMA. Right, but baseball's got you know they got 150 years of history. Yeah, and and they track they get obsessive with it. Right, oh everything is like and so. Never even step foot in any kind of sport will get obsessed with baseball. Right. To me, the most boring sport because I don't oh, like the yeah, sport. Bad and golf. Oh, I'm I'm going to the Mets game this weekend, baby. I can't wait. First of the season. Different story. Bring you your sunblock. Baseball on TV. I I watch the Mets on TV. I'm not one of those people who watches like I won't turn on a random baseball game and be like, oh, this is fun. I'll watch the Mets. Right. I'm a fan. The exactly. Mets actually drove me to MMA. It was like. <laughs> I was like, wait, I can root for a champion who like goes out and wins? That's true. You, that is Rats. true. <laughs> it is like a lot a, more fun to root for Aljo than the Mets to the Jets. Right. Like I claim Aljo. I'm like, yeah, he's our team. He's our team. Like good for you. I'm glad that you went awesome. to a winning team. Did you ever see the episode of Larry David where uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? <laughs> the episode of Larry David. <laughs> Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right? I knew I knew exactly what you meant, in fairness to you. Yeah, thank you. Where uh, the guy kills himself because of the Jets. He's like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Dude. It was like, the goddamn Jets. Himself, he said he just couldn't take any more heartbreak being a Jets fan. Just. Well, yeah. I mean, Harry obviously heard this. He's wearing the sweatshirt. Uh, did you guys hear the Jets got feel their him. Hall of Fame quarterback? Like this is the he's our. Uh, listen, I'll take it. I guess. Uh, Have the Jets ever won a Super Bowl? What's that? Have the Jets ever won a Super Bowl? Fifty Super Bowl three. Years ago? Super Bowl three, nineteen sixty-eight, baby. Joe Namath. That's a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. We made <laughs> I mean, we made back to back. We made back-to-back AFC Championship games when I was a kid, when I in like 2010, 2009. So I think that was a big part of making me fall in love with the team and the sport. You know what I mean? Like you have some success in your in your formative years, and you're like, "Oh, this is dope! This is so much fun!" And then you just get 15 years of misery afterwards. I have two questions. I don't know which to start. One first with first Harry. Um, first, why does your thing say V persecuted? Very persecuted. World's most post- world's most persecuted man. Are you really? That's Have right. you ever been to jail? Yes. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was the answer you were expecting. <laughs> yes. No. Hard right, yeah. Who bet against that? What it was cool, but I actually want to save that for a different episode. Yeah, so yeah. Can... That could be. Like, we're coming up on an hour here. That'll be a story yeah. for another day. <laughs> no, that's a story for another day. Exactly. Yeah. I want to say that for a different episode. But uh, yes, hard guess. Two arrests and a few days in jail. <laughs> and second, uh, how come sports fans say we when they talk about the team like they contributed? That's a great like question. Patronage. It takes a lot of energy. Like Take it away, I Harry. Take it I, away. I get that. I get the people who say that. But also my my retort to you is shut the fuck up and leave me alone. <laughs> that's my that's my retort to you. I invest time and effort and emotion and money into this garbage fucking team. So if I occasionally refer to the team and my fandom as as we and as a collective, I am within my right to do that. I'm gonna ask the Jets how they feel about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm the problem. Fanboy pronoun. Okay, <laughs> that's your fanboy. Tammy said that's your fanboy fan pronoun. pronoun. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
There you go. Oh, all right. What else? What else do we got, folks? We got. Uh... I mean that you listen. That May six card is the next best. That's thing. the one we're all looking at. Did right you guys now. see uh, Steamroller uh... squashing the beef with the guy who called out uh, Billy Q? Oh, I saw him leave the bag of diapers on the dude's desk. I, did they like have a conversation? I must have missed that. The guy from Barstool. No, he just took the photo of uh, for Vola's the diapers that he left. So the guy who he shit himself on a subway apparently. Um, that's his big claim to fame. And then uh, when Billy Q, the, the most recent result against Barbosa, this guy comments, oh, get him a GPS. And then uh, Steamroll's like, oh, I'm going to your job next week. And then <laughs> it's great. The video, I should I should have uh, grabbed it. But he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, I got man diapers. And then also I'm a signed poster. Uh, he goes, you know, it's all good. But watch your fucking mouth. And I loved when Manny said that. I was like, <laughs> That's right. Even oh, though Maddie looks like Drake right now, he will fucking knock you out. Like he's really tan. He's got the the denim. Uh, what? No, what do you call it? The Canadian tux. Canadian tux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full denim with yeah. a maple leaf. Is it the picture? <laughs> the picture Maddie posted yesterday or the day before of him. Uh, him in like his early twenties, late teens, where he's got the mohawk and the earrings and everything, and it's like, oh man, you look oh, like every that. every Long Island douchebag I I knew from the ages of like sixteen to twenty. All he needed was a tap out tattoo. <laughs> Literally, or, yeah, a big affliction across his chest. I got that friend. I got that friend. We all do. We all do. It's so funny. There's like a couple. Old <laughs> I got that friend too. His name is Matt Frivola. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get Matt. Oh, can we get Matt on before his fight? Yeah, yeah. I think we should be able to. Should be able to get him on Monday. When's Aljo coming to New York? I keep seeing him training with the the Raul Rosas kid in Vegas. Oh, in New York. Oh, come. He is in New York. Yeah, I he thought did? Aljo okay. was back in New York. He's in okay, New York. good, 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 good. You gotta breathe that Jersey air. He's you gotta tough. get used to it. You, you gotta, gotta acclimate. Use the pollution. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to just smell all that pollution. And no, then I'll just gotta go hang out in Newark at night. Just really get used to it. Yeah, Newark <laughs> is one of the most polluted places on earth. Yeah, he should also wear all of his jewelry and the belt walking around Newark at night. Just, oh, just see what see how it goes. See what happens. You want to talk about training camp? That's a great way to train for a fight. Great, because you <laughs> might have to run, fight, run. You might scale a building. You got, you got to test your instincts. You got to test your critical thinking, your fight IQ. <laughs> fight IQ. Yeah. That's going to be, if I'm ever a coach, that'll be my training. I'm going to drop a kid off with a, a $15,000 <laughs> necklace in the hood somewhere and just be like, all right, brother, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, drop him off in Canarsie. Yeah, just leave him in Canarsie. I'll take him to the park. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, it could go, go either way. Either uh, some lady, some old lady could yell at you for fucking walking your dog. Well, you could get shot four times, you know, torso. You never know. <laughs> you got a zig and zag, baby. <laughs> you have to assess the threat. Did I tell you the other day my dog's barking at like four in the morning? Some dude was just like taking a nod on my step, like oh, a heroin nod, just oh, on my oh. front step. And my dog is like, Dad, wake up. Someone's on the step. And I go out, and the dude's just like standing there looking at me. I'm like, dude, get the fuck off my step. He's like, oh, my ankle's hurt. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it moving. Come on. <laughs> Keep it moving, dude. Keep it moving. It's like a cracker. It's just taking a nod in four in the morning. I was like, you won't be up at 4 a.m. Well, you know. Thanks, Leia. Thanks Dude, for I remember, I remember in college once. It was probably 2.33 in the morning, and I went to walk out of my apartment to go get a pack of cigarettes from just the fucking bodega on the corner oh, that was open. 
I opened the door to my apartment and there was a dude just pissing on my front steps. I was like, like, did you dick, jiggle him? Dick out pissing on my front porch. And I was just like, my hand. I was just like, dude, come on, man. And he just looked at me. He was like, yeah, dude, honestly, like, I'm really sorry, but I don't well, really he's know. Just, he's just it is, not much to say here. Right. I looked at him and I was like, I'm not going to fucking, I was like, what am I going to, what am I going to do? I'm going to fucking punch a guy with It'd his be rude dick to out. Interrupt it too, right? I was just like, listen, man, I'm going to buy a pack of cigarettes around the corner. Just, just don't fucking be here when I get back. Just, just don't be here when I get back, please. I don't, there's nothing else I can say to you at this point. So just get the fuck out of here. Fast please. forward one hour. You guys ordered Domino's together. Yeah. <laughs> I was just on a PMX to him. Yeah, I, I, I come back with a fucking yeah pack of spirit blues, and I'm just standing like what I'm literally ripping a cig, he has going, the lighter and ready the other to hand, turn my corner. And I'm dude, I'm literally thinking to myself, I'm like, man, if this guy is still just like on my porch, like am I about to just have to fight some like drunk dude covered in piss right now? Like thank, thank God he was gone when I got back because I really don't know how I would have handled that. Oh, speaking one. of fighting, Harry does look good. He is on his feet. He is moving up and down. Oh, I don't know if that looked good. I feel fat as fuck. <laughs> At least you're walking. Yeah, no, there you go. Walking, cleared for PT. Two two months on the shelf and having some COVID will definitely leave you a little bit out of shape, but we'll get back there. We'll get I feel back like there. Harry's the type of dude who's like not even gonna like jog, treadmill, do any stretch, band. He's gonna go in there, slap you in, in the face, and we say, Let's go, bitch. Nah, dude. I always I always start with the assault He's bike. Give him the other leg. That's <laughs> how I start getting back into shape. Just like 30 minutes at a time on the assault bike until that gets easy. Then we move it up. I feel like, yeah, you should. I did That's what I'm saying. You, I... if you come to the gym, I'm gonna give you pads, which just you sitting down. <laughs> we'll figure out some time we'll to shoot something soon, Manimal. Take the storyline from a little further back. I know now you're walking, but let's pretend. He's going to yeah. get you in there sooner or later, Harry. Right, right. Come in with your crutches, okay? And then we'll start boxing just sitting down, just like this. Yeah, just like that. You know, we'll uh, we'll put one pound ankle weights on your legs. And we'll, like, <laughs> I'll start, we'll, we'll start with Indian leg wrestling and we'll build back up the Jets. Indian leg <laughs> you know what I'm dying to try? The figure four leg lock. I've been watching a lot of uh you, you're gonna hit that Bret Hart sharpshooter. The sharpshooter is tough because you gotta turn the guy over. All those catch wrestling moves are based on the guy not wanting you to pin him. Right. So the reason you could Boston Crab a guy is because he goes on one shoulder. Then you could Boston Crab him. In jujitsu, they don't work as much. Uh, but I think I can do the figure four leg lock. I think if I stand up. You know what? I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to show you. <laughs> noted. Noted. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, we'll, we'll leave on people with note. something to look forward to. Uh, do, do we have anything else, friends? I think that's about it. I, th I think this I like might have been the least. Start. I think this might have been the least we've ever discussed fighting on our fighting podcast. <laughs> but that's how it goes. Well, we sometimes. have a in comedy. So that's true. That's true. I think we're better but at I, comedy than we I'm... are about discussing MMA. Leave that to guys that have never got punched in the face. Like that's right. Up. I don't disagree though. Like I like the five o'clock start. I feel like everyone's a little, a little sharper, a little I more with it. I'm okay with five. I'm, I'm we'll, we'll tinker. Five. We'll tinker. We'll play around. All right. Ooh, I like it. All right. Love y'all. Love you three. Love everybody listening at home. Be good, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Avengers! Assemble.
The new number is...